The Angel of Words Entertainment Podcast is dedicated to helping people with diabetes get their insulin. If you want to donate to the Angel of Words Podcast and the Diabetes Fund, please go to Cash App Angel of Words ENT, Cash tap, Tag AOWNYC, or you can reach out to Angel of Words ENT at gmail.com. Hello, everyone. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe. Click on that notification bell. Like, dislike, comment, share. Let us know what you're thinking. You could also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Now, today on the Angel of Words podcast, we will be learning how to go about getting a home because we all want to make it. We all want that dream house, but... What do we do when we have the money to get there? So for some clarity, I reached out to Kathleen Perez, home loan expert from Veterans United Home Loans, and she will be with us on deck on the Angel of Words podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast. I'm your host, Angel of Words, and today we have Catherine Perez, home loan expert for Veterans United Home Loans. Ms. Perez, thank you for joining us here on the Angel of Words podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Same, same, Angel. Thank you for making the time out to talk. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, it's funny because I'm doing all of this with the brand. You know, I have this podcast, which I eventually want to turn into a show because, you know, I want to progress in my career and buy a home. And then it struck me. I have no freaking idea of what it takes or what the process is to actually buy a home. So. If, if I were to ever get, you know, that kind of bank that I'm looking for, I would be stressing out. Like, you're like, well, how do I go about even purchasing a home? How I know they're not taking advantage of me? How, how do I know this? How, it was giving me nightmares. And I woke up one day and I'm like, yo, I got to find someone to talk to me on the podcast about it. Because I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one out there that is having these kind of thoughts that is actually, you know, that, that thinks about this. Like, yo, what happens if I do make it? What happens if I do cross this bridge? What happens? if I do get a great job and it's me and my wife want to buy a home like right. how do we go about it and I'm so happy that you're here to bring some clarity into the situation so first and foremost I want to you know I would like for you to introduce yourself and what you do at Veterans United Home Loans uh, yes sir yes sir um uh Catherine Perez um I am a senior underwriter uh at Veterans United Home Loans uh if for those of you who don't know what underwriting is uh it's it's not something I grow up saying, I want to be an underwriter, but I mean, it, it, it's a really, really uh, rewarding job. Um, basically, what I do is I make sure that the home that you purchase and you want is feasible for you uh, as far as income, as far as your assets, a lot of uh, finance analysis. So I'm the person in the back end that does all of that number crunching, you know, and uh, I'm the one that says, yeah, you're going to get a home for the amount that you want or no, I can't get you that loan because it doesn't work with your, with your finances. So that's what I do in a nutshell. 
All right, all right. That's yeah. that's awesome. So you basically the one that analyzes the risks for the company. So when I thought about when you first told me that you were an underwriter, I'm thinking like you're that guy from Along Came Polly, and uh, <laughs> you know you're like yo, hold on, can I can I sign no, off but, on this crazy person's like health no, insurance? Uh, yeah, all right. So, that okay. sounds like an amazing job. Ben Stiller did a great job, but uh, I I'm I do analyze the risk, but at the same time, you know, uh, it's all about you know, being ready, being prepared. And I'm glad that you're, you know, getting this out to everyone because it, because you're not the only one that stresses over this. This is an extremely tedious and strenuous process. And it's life altering. It's an investment. It's a it's a 30 year investment for the most part. So this isn't something to take lightly. And uh, I'm 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 proud to at least have the knowledge to spread and also for my own, you know, my own purposes. So uh, no. I'm excited about being able to talk to you about it. Well, that, that's great. Now, first, can we talk about the different types of home loans? Because you hear all these acronyms, FHA, uh, <laughs> regular home loan, VA. I'm like, oh, my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. that's just like, you know, you get so overwhelmed, you know. <laughs> so could you know, well, could you break down what the different types of loans are? You know, what those I things can try mean? my best. Um, I yeah. specialize in uh, government loans, uh, okay. VA uh, primarily. So that's veteran affairs. That, that Those are for active duty members or veterans, retired, you know, uh, all sorts of veterans, even for their surviving spouses, you know, all the kind of benefits you can think of for a veteran. Um, I supply that in my, in my role. Uh, there's FHK. That's another government loan, but that one has a little bit more, uh, overlays and guidelines. VA is pretty, pretty standard. We, we have a lot of overlays because, you know, we want to give the veterans, uh, a good, a good home to live in, you know, they deserve it. And uh, then there's a conventional, uh, conventional, pretty much your straightforward loan, 5% down, um, uh, two year history. You know, I could go on and on, but uh, th there's differences, but those are the three main, VA, FHA, and conventional. Those are the three main that you would probably even consider so buying a home with. Before you go to purchase a home, what is the most important, important thing that you should be aware of before you even step in there yeah into a uh, bank. i would say your own personal finances is a big one um if you don't have your own personal finances in order you're probably going to get a pretty crappy rate um your fico score which is your your uh, in between you know there's three credit bureaus there's experience there's a uh, transunion and there's equifax so with those three, you get a FICO. So the middle score, so let's say your credit scores are 600, 650, and 700. What's your middle score? It's your 650. So your FICO has to be greater than 660 combined to be able to get approved for any of these loans, to be honest. And the higher that your FICO, the better rate you're going to get because you don't have this. It's, it's less of a risk, you know? So we're going to put less of a risk on you because you've shown us you can obtain a mortgage. I'm going to give you less risk, less interest. For the higher risk ones at the 660s, you would say are the higher risk ones. Yeah, you're, we're going to give you a little higher rate because we, we want to make sure that we're, you know, we can trust you. That's, that's kind of the mentality you have to think of. So the better your credit, the better your rate, the better your mortgage payment, the better you are. Point blank. So I would say really focus on your credit, your credit. Your income, you can get away with, uh, you know, two-year history. You know, we can be inconsistent, but have a good two-year history. Make good income because then that ties into your debt-to-income as well. But um, 
there's a lot that goes into it, Angel. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. No, no, yeah, but... please let us know because we want to know. You know, we're here to know the idiosyncrasies, man, because, you know, I don't want people that, you know, work underneath the table and stack up 250K and, you know, because and, and, I'm like, you know, you, I mean, I don't know how that works, you know, because oh, are right, you going to get right. a home loan if you have like a, like a 200 credit score, but you have 250K and you, and no, you, no, and you know, cash money? Not. Like a, you know, <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. know why that is. You know, why three, is that when you have the money? It's credit, income, and assets. But meaning okay. assets be liquid assets in your bank account or your 401k, your retirement plans. You know, that's going to solidify and give you reserves for any kind of defaults you may encounter. For example, COVID, right? Real life. Yeah. A lot of people lost their jobs. Um, we gave exceptions for COVID because they had such a high reserve, you know, because we can at least say if you can't make your income, if your credit's pretty shitty, oops, excuse me, if your credit is pretty crappy, uh, <laughs> uh, at least you have something to fall back on. You have 100 Gs. You can pay my mortgage 10 times over. You know what I mean? Like, they, there's a lot of little things that we look into, but those are the three main if you think about it. Now, how has COVID affected? I mean, it's funny that you brought it up. Like, you know, I have, you know, uh, the COVID situation. How has that affected what's going on in your business right now? You know, because like the, you said, a lot of people sound. may be going into default and yeah, things of yeah, that yeah. nature. There's a big scare about evictions. You know, how does that affect you over there at Veterans United Home Loans and overall in the industry? Uh, the industry, um, bittersweet, but it's booming. It is booming. The interest rates right now are significantly low, record low. In fact, I just locked into a mortgage myself at a 2.625. Uh, rate for 30 years with a 5% down payment. Hold on, so, 2.625 every month yeah. on your mortgage on the interest rate? Yep. That is pretty low. I mean, I've heard numbers that usually like up to 12 low. through 20. But, I mean, I, I, it's beneficial that I am an underwriter because I live, I live that life too, you know, so I really got to benefit from being an underwriter because I know what it requires to, you know, have your dream home or have a better interest rate, you know. You, you really have to think about where you want to be in life when you get a home, you know, are you struggling right now? Cause you have, you know, kids, a house might not be the best choice because now you're looking at possibly, you know, having money for repairs, you're needing money for other things, a higher mortgage payment, higher electricity bill, you know, things like that. But in this case, cause um, I live in Texas. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the residency out here, but Texas living is pretty, pretty uh, economical. So the rent here actually is higher than the actual mortgages here because it's cheaper to buy. So in this case, it would be beneficial for someone to get a home out here versus rent. So it, it really just depends on the scenario of someone, of their needs, because that's what's going to determine what route you want to take as far okay. as a mortgage or not. Now, I, I'm glad that you brought up interest rates because that was a big cause of the recession back in 2008 going into 2009. Yes, you know, that's like the boogeyman, like interest rates. Like, why mm -hmm. is, is that so important to make sure that you're locked in into an interest rate? And, and number two, do they are they still fluctuating like they were back in the days? And, you know, what does it mean when you, you, know, when you get like a, a, a bad mortgage? What does that mean? What does that entail? How do you know you're getting locked into a bad mortgage? Well, I mean, there's a lot of different things, Angel. Um, but basically, to answer your question is, your interest rate is 
either going to be fixed or adjustable. The market in right now is pretty uh, consistent because of the COVID stuff going on. I'm not going to say that this, you know, it doesn't fluctuate this much, but in 2008, there was a lot of fraudulent stuff going on as well. So um, luckily with our lower rates right now and the way that we've managed that, you know, backfall in 2008, I think we're being a little bit smarter about the economy itself. But the interest rate right now is anywhere between 3 and 6%. What you do, what that interest rate means is that you're going to pay 6% of the principal of the loan. So let's say you, you get a $100,000 loan, you're going to pay 6% of that, and then they're going to divide that into 30 years worth of payments. And that's going to make up your principal and interest. Now, your insurance and your taxes can also be escrowed into your mortgage insurance, mortgage payment, which will then combine your total payment for the home. Monthly. And what does that mean in layman's terms for the people out there that don't know what escrow means and things like that? Escrow means uh, you're going to, no choice whatsoever, you're going to have to pay taxes and you're going to have to get insurance on your home. The, the bank needs to make sure their collateral is insured, um, you know, and the city and the state want to collect money from us. You know, property taxes, that's what it is, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So those are just very, uh, that principal interest and principal and interest are your four payments that you're going to be making towards your mortgage. Um, All right, could so you say those again, you, one through four, so that people, you know, can write it down when they're listening? Or so principal is yeah. basically your, your, your loan, right? So, okay, so it's principal, yeah. And then your interest is what you're paying on the loan. Okay. Which is tax. overall, overall on the overall loan. It's not something where it's yes. broken down month to month. It's the overall six percent on the whole loan. Exactly, so you're because you're going to have a fixed rate. You're going to have a fixed rate for six for thirty years for six percent. Six. Okay. So then there's your taxes, which basically you pay an annual tax, and let's say it's you know twelve thousand dollars. That's very high end. Um, you know, twelve divided twelve thousand divided by twelve. You're paying a thousand dollars a month just for taxes on top of your principal and interest and then goes insurance insurance is going to be you know twelve hundred dollars so then you add the extra hundred twelve divided by twelve is a hundred you add that into your mortgage this is getting very complicated and i'm so sorry no no it's good no 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 but no you know yeah no i'm definitely following no 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 okay. you know definitely following and i'm i'm you know and i want the i want the actual audience yeah. to know what's going on because i'll be honest with you it's complicated and it has to be complicated for people yeah. because I want people to understand what's going on when you actually go out to purchase a home and this is what you're going to encounter. But at least if you have some kind of information, you have some background, you know, for, you know, from people that come from our yeah. backgrounds, you know, yeah. at least, you know what you're getting into and you may not want to go and buy a home so quickly because now you're, you're, we've broken it down to you. So like, can you afford not only to mm -hmm. pay the home loan, but everything else that goes along with owning a home? You know, it isn't just isn't just paying a home loan. Then there's other things, other things that go that are involved Correct. in the situation as well. And I appreciate mm -hmm. you breaking that down to us because, I mean, it's important. You know, people need yeah. to know what they're getting into. And I think that sometimes they don't know what they're jumping into. They're like, oh, I got some bread. Let me go buy a home. But then, right. you know, that's even like a lot, how a lot of athletes get in trouble because, you know, they buy these mansions and they don't understand what goes around buying that mansion and the maintenance and the upkeep and the extracurricular bills that go along with owning mm -hmm. that kind of property so you know i right. really appreciate you know you breaking that down for us now refinancing right 
people talk mm-hmm. about that sometimes, right? You know, you said the COVID situation is going on. I would imagine that there's maybe a lot of refinancing probably going mm-hmm. on because of the situation. Oh, yeah. uh, is that something that the underwriter deals with beforehand or is that something they have to come to the bank to do after they realize they can't pay their bills and they're de- in default? Um, honestly, refinancing is for anyone that wants a better interest rate or because that automatically ties into your monthly payment. Uh, the lower the interest rate, the lower your monthly payment is. So in a situation like now where there's record low rates, um, if you're going to go down at least one point, which means if you're going to go from 4% to 3%, I would recommend it a hundred percent. It's just going to, um, Bring down your mortgage payment, and if you want to also look into a streamline, which basically means that they could, uh, you won't pay anything upfront closing costs. It's beneficial for someone that doesn't have the closing costs upfront. You're getting a better interest rate, and you're going to have a lower mortgage payment more than likely. So, it, if you get a lower rate, go for it as long as you could you could manage it. That means that they have to go through your whole analysis as well, income, assets, credit. That's a whole different underwrite after the fact but if if you can do it yeah if you can do it do it wow yeah that's crazy now you know i watch a lot of tv you know what i mean that's my kind of like my thing you know (laughs) besides sports it's television and movies you know because that's what i want to get into and i see a lot of subplots where people need to like pay people's bail and they put their houses up like you know do you know what that's about is that like a refinance situation like you know what are they actually doing when that happens like can you you know those kind of situations they vary they vary i i honestly don't know the details to that um i know that a lot of people just you know, want to purchase your home because they are in debt and they know that they can't afford the payment. So they offer a short sale, which pretty much means I'm going to sell you, I'm going to buy your house for less. You know what I mean? And then you'll only owe this much versus owing Mm. this much because if Mm. you go to foreclosure, you're going to owe the entire collateral. So there's different ways around it. Um, are there scams? Yes, there's probably scams. Are there legit ways? Uh, more than likely, you'll have to go to the bank to do that directly. But those are situations where you can get relief. Um, now, it may impact your credit for a few years, actually seven to ten years if you do something like that. But it just wow. means that, yeah, this is a very serious situation where you have to make sure you can afford your payments. And you have some kind of backup plan reserves, what we spoke about before, um, to make sure you can make those payments. Because if you can't and you go through foreclosure, if you go through bankruptcy, if you go through short sales, those are all ways you can mess up your credit from any, from for about seven years. And you're probably not going to be able to purchase another, another home for 24 months after that because you need to meet seasonings in all of these. So it's a big deal. I mean, mortgages are, are a very big deal. And um, again, very thankful that you can come out and talk to people about it because it's a huge step. It really is. Yeah, no, because there's a lot of people out there with great credit. Look, I'm gonna buy a house, but they don't have any. They don't have any liquid assets. They, they, right. they what, what they're, what, what, uh, you know, what they're spending is less. I mean, is more than what they're actually getting in in revenue. You yeah. know, and people need to understand. That you is know, called that if, that's if, income. That is an underwriting. Yeah, that's an income ratio. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about that a little bit, you know? Um, uh, uh, yeah, what happens absolutely. when you encounter um, that? We, we have uh, guidelines that pretty much say you can't go over this percentage or you won't get approved. Um, for FHA, you're looking at 43% debt to income. 
So what that basically means is if you're making, let's say, $100,000 or let's say $1,000 a month, right? Um, your monthly bills can't exceed $430 because that's 43%. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense yeah. mathematically. So yeah. what they were gonna say, what they're gonna say is, okay, you're going over four hundred thirty. You can't afford this house because your debt to income is gonna exceed, and you're more at risk. You're more at risk to to, to default. So there are ratios involved. FHA is really gonna about forty three. Uh, VA is a little bit more lenient for veterans. Uh, we could go all the way up to sixty five percent. Conventional, I believe, is forty five percent. So those are the ratios. For the most part. All right, so those are the ratios that you want to be at before you even think about actually going to. Yeah, and yeah. how can you go about finding this out? Is it something you can get on your credit score? Like, how does that work? Well, um, there's a mathematical way to do it. Um, you could get okay. all of you could uh, basically say, I pay this much for credit cards. I pay this much. It's only credit cards, you know, auto loans, installments, stuff like that. Don't count your utilities cell phone, none of that. Although it plays the part, but not an actual underwriting, you know. Or your rent, I would imagine, right? Because you're yeah, going into your rent. a home. So, yep, yeah. yep. So all of that, you just um, add all of that up and then divide it by your income, what your monthly income is. So if you make, you know, $12,000 a year, you make 1000 a month, you know. So uh, and then just do the math with that. And then you could find your debt to income like that. Or you could just consult. Uh, a loan officer and they'll probably do the math for you a lot quicker than what I can do. So yeah, they, yeah no, they're but do, out there. Do, can you go into a bank and get like a, get a, like a consultation type of deal? Oh, yeah. Because you know, you know oh, a lot yeah. of people don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, don't know. Yeah. I never stepped into you a bank. Like, yeah, um, yeah. The only thing I would do is just for your own resources. I use credit karma, yeah. get credit karma. Okay. That gives you more or less like um uh, a way to uh, gauge where you're at. It'll, okay. it'll calculate and run through Experian. I believe it uses, and it'll calculate your credit as far as how you know how many credits you have, credit cards you have, how many auto loans you have, you know stuff like that. And it'll also take into play a lot of other factors that can make up your credit score. So they they're pretty accurate. All right. So you want to make sure you stay over thirty five percent, correct? That's like a good number. I would imagine for your FICO. No, for your debt to income ratio. Yeah, you want to you want to be anywhere under forty percent, I would say. Under, under, uh, under forty percent. So the lower the better, not like the higher yeah. the better. The lower is the 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 less uh, debt you have. The higher is the more debt you have compared to. All right, your so if you, if you have a sixty five percent debt to income ratio, that's not good. No, it's not. Okay, so I should no. be under that. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good to know, that's good to know. Now, moving over to the veterans, which is something that I'm really uh, excited that you do because, you know, I, I feel like our veterans should, especially in the... <laughs> in the uh climate the political climate right now <laughs> our veterans we really you know uh, have been you know taking a hit you know in the media you know being called a sucker or whatnot and now people are backtracking on their words but right. i'm happy that you do go out there and that you're actually helping them out because i feel like they you know they deserve you know uh a, a, a bigger break because they go out there and they defend the country now what what yeah. is it exactly that you do to help veterans because you know i have a lot of friends that are veterans and i would like them to you know that they're actually interested yeah. in owning homes. They're at that age. And, uh, you know, could you speak a little bit on that? And yeah. What um, United does for them. What, what, what the company itself does, um, my company is actually pretty great. Uh, we actually have a foundation for veterans. Um, our employees actually contribute uh, to that as well. And basically, you know, we, you know, donate and we give 
you know, families and needs things. You know, we, we do a lot as a company. Myself, you know, I, I do what I can through VA to make sure that a veteran is in a home, you know, to make sure that we service as many veterans as we can, to make sure that there aren't any more homeless veterans on the streets or struggling. You know, we, we do have um, a, a really good respect for them as a company as a whole, and I'm, I'm happy to be part of it. Now, if, if I'm a veteran, right, let's say um, I go into Veterans United and um, I want to buy a home, but my credit isn't where I want it to be. Is there something where you, like, go out and you help them, you know, fix their credit? Or do you give them, yeah. like, some kind of, like, guidance there? Yes, sir. Actually, um, our, my company specifically, Veterans United, has a program called Lighthouse. Um, Lighthouse? What, yeah. What it does nice. is basically um, it helps you get to where you need. Um, it'll guide you and let you know, okay, this is your credit. You know, you were a tad shy from meeting the, the FICO, but, you know, do you want to work on it? Do you want to see about building it? And we have a lot of customers that use that Lighthouse program to get to where they need. Um, so, yeah, there there are sources out there, and there are, you know, people that are educated about it, like myself. You know, there's plenty of people out there that can help. You just have to ask for help, you know. <laughs> So. Okay, and they'll help. That's fantastic. Now, how does somebody become an underwriter? Have you always been in the loan industry your whole life? Like, how does that work? You know, because no, you know, um, there's a lot of people that look for careers and they don't know that these there are these fulfilling careers out there. Yeah, you know, because not everybody's on the same bandwidth. You know, and I feel like we always get caught up in what we see every day in social media and what everybody's doing, but we don't realize that there's actually great career paths out there that you can take that are fulfilling, and you're actually out there helping people and changing their lives. Yeah, yeah. One of our values actually enhances lives every day. <laughs> um, basically, I didn't look for underwriting. It just, it honestly fell on my lap. I'm being 100% honest with you. Okay. Um, I was in the finance uh, finance um, field since 2007, I think. And mm -hmm. um, I started with auto, and then I moved up to home equities, and then I moved up to mortgages. So in the, what, 13-year experience I have, I have total in the finance industry. I'm glad you brought that up. Home equity, right? That's a big time yeah. term. What does that mean, man? Like, honestly, when oh, you're home equity, buying a fun. <laughs> it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. So basically what happens is uh, you buy a home. It's an investment, right? It's a happy moment. You're, you know, you're no longer paying a landlord. You're paying, you're paying for your own collateral, your own property. So as you're paying for it, you're, of course, your original value goes down uh, of the loan because you're paying towards the principal, but also the value of your home goes up, right? So that means when you when you when you got a house that was valued at two hundred thousand, in five six years that could be valued at two hundred and fifteen thousand. So you have home equity. You have that equity of two thousand that you owe to the two fifteen that is appraised. You have fifteen thousand dollar equity. So basically, if you were in ever dire need, let's say, you know, you got too crazy on credit cards, Christmas got crazy, you know, you have a whole bunch of bills popping up, your ex has a whole bunch of debt you have to consolidate, don't worry, home equity is there, you can take out a loan as a home equity loan, use your home as collateral, and you can pay all this off at a very low interest rate, a very low interest interest rate compatible to the market so it's it's 
an amazing way to uh, use your investment. Really? Fun. Mm -hmm. I didn't know you could do that. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wow. So, yes. you, all right. So, all right. So, if your home was worth a certain amount and I was worth a, another amount, you could take money out on that amount that it's now worth. So, bingo, that in bingo, between. Bongo. Done. And what? Bingo, oh, yeah. bingo, bongo. Bingo, bingo. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. All right. So, all right. So, that leads me into my next question redlining. Do you notice that? In, where you work at is redlining that, is that, wow that, i haven't yeah, heard that, that term in forever yeah, you know is that stuff do you give loans to everybody you know yeah you, but you, redlining you, you, is a big no-no you know um yeah. it's basically if i'm not mistaken correct me if i'm wrong is that where it's kind of a discriminatory in exactly you're discriminating yeah, yeah. against a person's race religion color creed right. sexual no orientation we have, and not we, have huge, we actually as underwriters we have to go through a yearly compliance and uh, we have to get certified. We have to have credentials to be able to underwrite. So those are actually part of our our own, like, kind of morals or motto, like, make sure that there's no discrimination, there's no racism, sexism. We welcome everyone. As long as you have the credit score, the, you know, the income and the assets, you're good to go, as long as you're 18 and over, too, you know? But <laughs> it's just, it's a... Uh, well, that's good to know. You got to be over 18 yeah. to, buy, to buy to get a home loan. I, I think guess. it's over. I mean, honestly, anyone that has credit, to be honest, why would you want to buy a home at 18, to be honest? Like, that's kind of crazy. I mean, yo, you never know. <laughs> you might be a child star. <laughs> Come out of high school and buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'll be rooting Anybody for Anybody can be a client as long as they're over 18, you know what I mean? That is you very know? adult. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we all want our kids to buy homes at 18 and we don't have to worry about Buy my home. <laughs> you know, right. like, yo, that's crazy. That's all right, that's good, though. So, you know, there's no, you haven't seen those kind of practices in the, in the, in the places that you worked no, at, which no, is good. No. Okay, no, we're good with that. And you, and you said you're in Texas. So, you know, that was one of the places that were, you know, that have been unfortunately, uh, undertake you know have undertook those kind of systems those systems but you know that that doesn't happen that's that's a great nope, thing nope. to hear yeah, mortgage industry is pretty we're just all Unbiased. about making sure yeah making yeah. sure that the finances are good we don't care you know about everything else so that's kind of our practice in general so well that's great man so yep. uh miss perez we've reached a part of the podcast where we're gonna play five words with angel Five words with Angel. I'm going to give you five words or phrases. You're going to tell me the first word that comes to your head. The, fir the first word is home. Loans. That's not fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys the first thing that came to your head. All right. Um, the second word on five words with Angel is FICO. Credit. All right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Here we go. The next word on five words with Angel. Veterans. Army. All right, all right. That's what's up. Shout out to everybody out there in our in our uh, military, you know, doing their thing. And we appreciate everything you do for us, you know, since the beginning of time. Well, since the beginning of the United States. Right. Uh, the next word, I'm, I'm about to um, uh, flip it on you a little bit. Um, I heard you're from New York. And you like a certain team. The next word is giants. <laughs> Blue. Come on. Blue. Uh, right. <laughs> and the final word on uh, um, five words with angel is New York City. Always. 
All right. That's what's Always. up. That's what's up. Let's go. Well, Miss Perez, thank you uh, for being on the podcast. Now, um, before we end, uh, first of all, where can we find Veterans United? Um, you know, and give us a message to anybody out there that wants to buy a home or that is, you know, uh, that is interested in buying a home. Anyone that would like to get into this career, you know, just give, you know, give us a breakdown of a, like a final uh, message breakdown of these things that we just uh, spoke about a little summary before you go. First, let us know where we can find um, the Veterans United Home Loans and any other place that you recommend to go and get. Well, a home I'm loan. not. I'm not a advertisement for Veterans United, but I mean, you can right. find us anywhere. Honestly, <laughs> VA okay. loans. I'm pretty sure they pop up everywhere on the on the screen um, on Google. There's no actual. Okay. I mean, contact you have a website. Vu.com, huh? I think probably. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I've never looked this up, and that sounds real crappy. But I've never had to <laughs> have home pages at work. I've never. Hey, had look, to. it's all right. You know, you know, you, you're behind the scenes. You know, you're not part of the marketing department. Damn. You know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as far as underwriting, I mean, it sounds boring, but I mean, if I, I I have no college education, I'm straight out of high school. I had a kid when I was pretty young, so I just. You know, I, it's not on my lap, but it's overall a blessing. Um, so I guess the words of wisdom I have uh, is just do whatever you can and it's going to happen. Just work hard at it, you know. I just and one final that. thing, how do you feel when you, when you, when you get up, when you, you know, have you ever been around people that have gotten their homes approved for the first time? Uh, you know, how do you feel when you see the look on their faces or do you see the look on their faces? Are you no, we're, in we're, we're mostly back end, okay. you know, we don't get to okay. see it. We do, we do get a lot of thank you letters and emails, okay. you know, okay. but I mean, it's, it's very rewarding. Every year we have like a, like a holiday party and they put a nice little tape of the people that get to experience the faces of the veterans. But for the most part, I, I've never witnessed it firsthand. But I mean, I, I would assume it's fulfilling. <laughs> okay. Now that we go over everything, is there anything you think I left out that we that people should know? Or No. I mean, other than being able to buy condos and, uh, you know, townhomes, it all falls, falls under the same category. Because I know you're in New York, so you probably got more condos yeah. than yeah, anything exactly. else That's, unless mm -hmm. you go out to Jersey. But even still... Um, there's a that all applies for that. Other than okay. that, I think we're good. Solid. All right. Well, Ms. Perez, thank you for joining us today on the Angel of Words podcast. You gave us a valuable service. Hope we're I didn't really put happy. anyone to sleep. I'm sorry. Better, no, no, it's all good. No, no, we're very entertaining, man. I really appreciated everything <laughs> you did for us today. Uh, you know, shout out to Veterans United Home Loans. And, you know, keep doing your thing, girl. All right. Cool. Thanks, Angel. Right, talk to you later. Be good. Thank you. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed my interview today with Catherine Perez from Veterans United Home Loans and an expert in getting us to that dream home that we've always wanted. Now, if you want to continue following the Angel of Words podcast and getting that sauce, follow us on YouTube at Angel of Words ENT. You could also trail us at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Plus... If you want to know what I'm up to on my social media, follow me at Angel of Words ENT. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Talk to you later.